Hello and a very pleasant welcome to Moments of Assurance Weekend here on Worldwide KFUO, the messenger of good news. I'm Pastor Mark Hawkinson, your host. Reach me at mark.hawkinson, that's H-A-W-K-I-N-S-O-N, at kfuo.org. Or you can call me at 314-996-1520. Program underwritten by Mid-American Coaches, Charters and Tours, traveling throughout North America and consistently receiving the highest safety ratings. You can call them at 8 866-944-8687. Well, today, some thoughts for you from Matthew chapter 4 about the subject of repentance. I mean, I know what repentance is. I imagine you do too, but uh, why do you have to keep doing it since Jesus has already died on the cross to pay the debt of sins? Well, I'll share some thoughts about that and about Jesus's words that the kingdom of heaven is at hand. What's that all about? That's going to be coming up next. First, some words of scripture. The reason I'm reading these words for you is to give you a background uh, that leads up to Jesus's words, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. The scripture says, now when he, namely Jesus, heard that John had been arrested, he withdrew into Galilee and leaving Nazareth, he went and lived in Capernaum by the sea in the territory of Zebulun and Naphtali, so that what was spoken by the prophet Isaiah might be fulfilled. The land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali, the way of the sea beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles. The people dwelling in darkness have seen a great light. And for those dwelling in the region and shadow of death, on them a light has dawned. You know what? The scriptures are obviously true. Those words were written some, well, 700 years before Jesus even came on the scene and went into the land of Zebulun and Naphtali. So it was foretold. The scriptures are true. You can rely on them. God's word. So you and I find, as you, you look at this text, Jesus withdrawing, and I would think he would withdraw. He was upset that John had been imprisoned. And the reason he was is because Herod Antipas had imprisoned him because John revealed Herod's adulterous affair with his brother's wife. So it was here that he went. In despised Galilee, he, the light, the light that dawned. And with that light to the Gentiles came a complete hope. Jew and Gentile are being brought together into one fold. And that's why St. Paul wrote, There is neither Jew, nor Greek, nor slave, nor free, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. And so now Jesus is up in the land of Zebulun and Naphtali. And the scripture states that from that time on, from the time that he went into this area, he began to preach, saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Yes, repent, Jew and Gentile alike. Well, repentance first means contrition, and that involves a sorrow over sin. And the second part of repentance is faith, just a simple trust that indeed your sins are forgiven by the blood of the Lamb. True repentance is an about-face. If you're headed west, then you go east. If you are headed north, you go south. Indeed, there's a difference between simply feeling sorry that you have sinned and having both a sorrow over sin and a desire to change direction as well. A hospital chaplain once kept a record of some 2,000 patients whom he had visited, 
all apparently in a dying condition and who demonstrated signs of repentance. But among those restored to health, he felt that only two really showed a marked change in their spiritual lives after their recovery. Consider this. Have you ever known anyone in a serious accident or in the hospital for a long time who expressed profound sorrow over the past and made promises to change? But some months later was observed by someone who said, you know, Bill hasn't really changed a bit, has he? <laughs> Indeed, true repentance means just that, that you have changed more than a bit. You've changed a lot. You've changed completely. You've done a, a turnaround. You've done an about face, namely heading the direction of not sinning. And I don't know about you, but that is exactly the direction I always desire to go, not away from the Lord but toward him. And I'm sure that you feel the very same way today. The scriptures exhort you and me, seek his face always. Seek his face always. Seek him out in his blessed word, and you will find him. After all, he's the one who really found you in your baptism and by faith. You know what I do on a daily basis? Since I do sin daily, unfortunately due to original sin, I simply say, Lord, I have sinned. I'm sorry. Please give me your power through your word not to sin. In Romans 1.16, it says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel. It is the power of God unto salvation for the Jew first and also for the Greek. Spiritual power. I can recall when my father purchased our 1965 Buick Wildcat with a 327 horsepower V8, packing 455 foot-pounds of torque, dual exhaust, and that infamous Dynaflow transmission. I remember that power, but that power, the power of that vehicle, as impressive as it was, traveling from zero to 60 in about four seconds, doesn't begin to compare. No power. Not even the most impressive jet engines or space rockets can begin to compare with the dynamite spiritual power available to you as you go to the Holy Scriptures. I'll talk more about that power, power to change your life, and that's going to be coming up next here on Moments of Assurance Weekend. Moments of Assurance is underwritten by Mid-American Coaches, where tour professionals will assist you in selecting the package trip that fits your travel desires. Destinations such as the Amish country of central Illinois or Hannibal, Missouri for a journey to Mark Twain country or a multi-day trip to Mackinac Island or the Grand Canyon. Mid-American Coaches, where serving you is their privilege. Part two, Moments of Assurance Weekend. I'm Pastor Mark Hawkinson talking about repentance and the fact that the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Jesus was preaching that message after he had heard that John the Baptist had been arrested because he made known the sin of Herod and that uh, he was having an affair with his brother's wife. And that's how, you know, John got in prison. And so he withdrew to the land of Zebulun and Naphtali. And that withdrawing was foretold 
the fact that a light had dawned that was foretold in Isaiah already some 700 years before Jesus came on the scene. Yes, a light had dawned here. Jesus, the light, came into the land of Zebulun and Naphtali, the land of the Gentiles, to preach a message that the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Repent. Repent is an about face. It's a change, a complete change, and you get the power to change from the dynamite power of the Holy Scriptures in the gospel message. There you will discover Holy Spirit power, power to convert a person from going to hell to going to heaven. It's all the Holy Spirit's doing when it comes to conversion. Imagine that. There's no earthly power that can possibly propel a person to heaven. You must tap an unearthly, heavenly power from God through his word and his precious sacraments. And as that power is tapped in your life from day to day, your life is going to be changed. You're not going to be exactly the same person or parson as the case may be, because as you tap the top through his precious word, you're immediately reminded that the case of your sins has been dismissed. Case closed. That's what Calvary is all about. Case closed. Your sins are forgiven, and you are going to heaven by God's gift of faith in what Christ has done for you. Yes, indeed. Case closed. Never to be opened again. You're tuned in to Moments of Assurance Weekend. Jesus has said, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And for you, the Christian, hey, it is a daily thing and a reminder that God's kingdom is right there with you. And a reminder that you're a member. There are no joining fees. The joining happened at your baptism and by faith. James writes in Holy Scripture, Do not grumble against one another, brothers, so that you may not be judged. Behold, the judge is standing at the door. Well, that means that Jesus' return to this earth to get you and me may occur at just any moment. It may be imminent. No worries. You are a kingdom member as a believer in Jesus. Your invisible membership card has been signed by your Savior in the red ink of his precious blood poured out for you for the forgiveness of your sins. The scriptures tell you the blood of Jesus Christ, God's Son, cleanses us from all sin. So there's no sin that you've ever committed that could possibly be held against you on Judgment Day. They were all held against Christ himself. That's the message the Lord desires you to get every day. Otherwise, you may slip in your relationship with the Lord by somehow thinking there may still be some sins that have not been paid for. Therefore, you must add to what God has already done. What an affront to the Lord. No, you cannot help God pay for your sins. You cannot buy something that's already been bought. If it's bought, it's bought. Get back into the Word more than ever this Epiphany season. Let the Holy Spirit completely convince you of that fact, namely that you are not involved in God's payment plan for your sins. Indeed, God's payment plan involved only one payment on that hill called Golgotha over 2,000 years ago. The writer of Hebrews has written, But when Christ has offered for all time a single sacrifice for sins, he sat down at the right hand of God waiting from that time until his enemies should be made a footstool for his feet. For by a single offering, he has perfected for all time those who are being sanctified. Yes, a single offering. It has been made, and a place has been laid away for you in heaven as a result. 
Jesus once said, I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go and prepare a place, I'll come again, receive you unto myself, that where I am, there you may be also. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Jesus is right at the door, ready to come in. To whom will you get out this vital message that Jesus is right at the door and that he is the door? He said, if anyone enters by me, he shall be saved. The scripture states, behold, now is the acceptable time. Indeed, today is the day of salvation. Spend more time than you have ever spent in the word of God this epiphany season. You know what will happen? Others will be able to tell that you have been spending time with the master. And you know what? They're going to want to know more. Indeed, they are going to want to more know more, not about you. They are going to want to know more about him. You're listening to Moments of Assurance Weekend right here on Worldwide KFUO. We are known as the messenger of good news. Appreciate you being along for the broadcast today. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. I invite you to join me for the regular hour-long moments of assurance with music. That's Monday through Friday over the noontime hour. Worldwide, KFUO. You've been listening to Moments of Assurance, produced by Worldwide KFUO. Moments of Assurance is underwritten by Mid-American Coaches, mid-americancoaches.net. To learn about giving opportunities, call Mary at 314-996-1518, or you can make a gift safe, secure, and easily online at kfuo.org. Thank you for listening and supporting Moments of Assurance on Worldwide KFUO.